Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. All right, so we'll do a little intro here. You want me to do the intro, or do you want to do the intro? Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. It's called What's in the Bag, right? Yes. Okay. What's up, everybody? Uh, This is our first inaugural podcast for What's in the Bag. You got myself, your host, Brent, and my heterosexual life partner, Don. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> a little quote there from, what is that, Jane Silent Bob? Yeah. So, on this first podcast uh, we're doing, it just so happens to be around Halloween time, so we figured, what not a better topic than... Halloween and not only Halloween but Halloween hijinks so that's what's in the bag we each have some topics we want to talk about and Don I'm going to kick it over to you first what do you what's the Halloween what's the Halloween hijinks this is general stuff is generally as children and coming into adolescence you know just uh just for fun you know somebody joking around on on Halloween um Scaring people, you know, pranks and all that kid of teenager shit of how, you know, we wasted our time on Halloween pretty much. Yeah, a lot of it was was all a waste of time. But what isn't a waste of time? You know, we are here on this earth. Uh, We have to do something with our time. So I guess just about anything is a waste of time unless you're making money or. It's funny how things change. Like, you're not supposed to. It's like, oh, it's not, you know. It's a waste of time, but yet it's not because you're just wearing a mask. <laughs> it changes it. It's like, oh, no, nothing's a waste of time. You just got to wear a mask. And after that, it's 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 just trick-or-treating and fun. But when you do it normally, like, you know, you're like, what a, you know, what an asshole. But you're wearing a mask. It's all fun and games and stuff, and it's okay. Yeah, it seems like people have a little more tolerance around this time of year for certain hijinks and uh, you know, a little more patience. I mean, it is kind of the first holiday before you roll into, you know, your more traditional holiday staples, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year. You mentioned trick or treat. So let's talk about that. Okay. Now, did you always have, um, like, cause mostly everyone I knew either had a shopping type of bag or plastic or even paper bag, and some people had the whole pillowcase deal. What what did uh, what did you generally use for trick or treating? That's a good question, Don, because this is an important factor as a child, right? So your main goal is to have the you know bring home the biggest bounty. Yes, right. And you know, growing up in neighborhoods like Don and I grew up in, um, there's a lot of houses to hit. You know, we grew up. I don't know, maybe uh, five minutes apart from each other they're about Um, that yeah you got a lot of houses you got little little communities and stuff um and you could probably on a good night if people were like in those days i don't know how things are now but people really participate in it we grew up in a small town so you know you could probably hit 100 houses or more yeah yeah on a really good planned out trick-or-treating i would say definitely i mean you know within the vicinity yeah you can get about 100 i'd say it's pretty not that hard yeah i mean it feels like 100 it feels like 100 now but back then it's probably like 25 yeah something more so yeah the the, the whole like 
kid age time frame or whatever, like the number is always like, you know, minus or whatever it is. So to get, answer your question, though, what type of bag? So I think my, my mom would just buy these like huge like plastic bags that were, I guess, made for trick or treating or something that she'd buy at the store, like with all the Halloween supplies. Yeah. OK. How about you? The yeah. That, yeah, that that's the key one there. Um, no, no, that uh, of course you know, knowing my knowing my folks, no, that was uh, no, I, I couldn't even have a, I couldn't even have a damn um, pillowcase even there too, something solid. No, mine was always some sort of bag at the time. So back then it was like a heels, uh, a plastic bag or um, you know, anything at that time when Walmart started, Walmart that. And mine always was, it wasn't even like a good one. Like I couldn't even get a, a decent like plastic bag. There was always a hole or like one, this little tiny hole in the bottom and shit. So when I get more candy, it would always expand on the bottom, whatever. Cause I always tell my, my, my mom, my grandmother, I said, you know, I'm like, there's a hole in the bottom or whatever like that. Well, just, and they'd be like, well, just keep an eye on it. Don't let anything fall out of it. And it's like, well, you know, can I just have a normal bag? And it was just like, it, it was never that, like it never like, uh, a good Halloween bag. It was always something like that, you know, because it was always like, you know, you know, why? Why get a good? You're just getting candy for Christ's sake. Why would you, you know, get a good bag for that or whatever? Just throw it in a bag or you know, or and it's like okay, and then and I have the time I get my candy filled up, and the hole's getting bigger and bigger, and I'm losing my candy, you know, and then I'm like, uh, what do you want me to do? And then they get another bag over top of that, and that one has a hole in it too. And every every one of our bags for Halloween always had a damn hole in it or something. So we couldn't even have have anything they couldn't even have good bags (laughs) yeah bags aren't like they are today you go to grocery stores and they give you the reusable ones yeah most of them out at least here uh where i'm at now in california oh i'm sure yeah so yeah but back in those days the little thin uh plastic bags you know i guess they were they were scarce they were scarce they were hard to come by. Well, some, yeah. Well, some, and plus, and some of them, you know, well, my family treated them like that there too. And I, it's like, I guarantee you, like, with, like, you know, I just wanted to tell my mom, I'm like, I guarantee, for Christ's sakes, I'm sure you have at least one pillowcase, you know, that you don't use. I'm like, it's holding candy. It ain't like, you know, it ain't like, it ain't like, you know, it's not like, um, it's not uranium. Yeah. It's like, you're all, we got to throw the goddamn thing away. So you took it out for Halloween. You know, just dump the candy out and put it back and wash it or whatever. It's the pillowcase. You know, some lady has like a handful of like at the door, like of melted chocolate in her hand and just like throwing it in and smearing the chocolate and shit all over the pillowcase. Like, <laughs> here, you know, smeared it in. Here's your chocolate. Hope it doesn't ruin your pillowcase. So, yeah. So the so the bags were important, obviously. Um, but what about the candy? Right. I mean, I'm sure, Don, if you if you're like how I was. And we we knew the houses that where you were going to get the good candy, and you knew the houses where, you know, you're probably going to get an apple. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh yeah. And then there's always that one like it's usually an older lady who would have like the homemade candies or like uh, the candied apples that were like homemade. I guess. Yeah. Looked homemade. And you know, I think that there wasn't a whole lot of. Um like awareness or like nobody really thought about like people who were, I guess, I don't even know if this is true, but people putting like razor blades in candy 
Did your mom ever tell you a story like that? We, yeah, we, we heard, like, we kind of, my mom was kind of, you know, knowing, you know, you know, in my family, my mom was really mellow about that. My grandmother, it basically, it's like, oh, here's your candy back. And it looks like it was through a blender. <laughs> it was like checked and shit. I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, it's just like, oh, it's like a hodgepodge of like all this candy now. And like, it's like, oh, here's a Snickers. And it wasn't Snickers anymore, but it's not. It looks like melted shit. So you had to kind of keep that in the back of your head. But sure. How about how about the volume of candy, Don? I mean, what did you do with all your candy? I mean, you'd come home after trick or treating. Okay, you have a maybe you have a full bag of candy. Maybe you have a half bag full because of the hole. Maybe you don't really have more than a handful of candy, depending on how much you lost. Well, I would always consider it. I mean, you know, I know she'd probably kill me for telling this, but I'm, I'm going to be honest here. My mom pretty much like taxed the candy. Like, so it was almost like, you know, she could almost indulge and eat as much candy as she wanted because it's almost like, you know, well, uh, I'm an adult and I took your trick or treat. And so I'm entitled to all your candy or most of your candy. <laughs> so it was like, no. oh, I'm like, oh, that's how it works. Okay. And, and so like I would get, you know, a general half or whatever. So a lot of the times what I do is when I would bring it home, I knew what good stuff there was. So a lot of the times I would either get another bag or I'd even, and this, this sucks, but like I would actually hide them or take them outside and I bring my bag in and then I keep all the good stuff. Like, so, you know, of course, obviously then we got like, you know, a lot of times full candy bars, like we yeah. got like candy bars. And so, you know, they lasted around there, but yeah, my mom was kind of like the, 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 the candy taxer where it's like, you know, ah, uh, it's a, you know, you're coming in here, you know, you have a bag, it's five pounds. You have to pay the five pound tax. Right. So that's, that's well, how, that's how it was with my candy. What about yours? I'm sorry to hear about your candy tax, Don. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> that sounds traumatic. Yeah. I'm surprised she's not uh, coming back at me. Like I'm, my mom would have treated it like the IRS. Like even yet, <laughs> you'd be coming to the door right now. You owe me candy, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be back, Candy. Sounds like the thing of nightmares. Yeah. Oh, go. Yeah, okay. I won't doubt it. But uh, I mean, for me, I, I, you know, what was weird for me is that as a child, I was weird. So I like actually didn't really like a lot of candy. Yeah. I liked certain things like Snickers. Like I would always, once I got back with the, with the bounty right yeah and you go through your your stash and see what all you got and then you kind of pick and sort and i used to make piles and then my sister i have a younger sister and she uh would make her piles and then we would try to do the swap we would try to trade you know mm -hmm. she likes certain things you know starbursts she liked the more fruity type things hard candies i like the more chocolatey nutty type stuff yeah so, uh, savory sweet and savory <laughs> so we would we would trade and barter that uh you know for a little while and you know most of it sat the you know whatever remnants were left sat around in a big plastic pumpkin my 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 uh mom had these plastic pumpkins that would sit around i think she gave treats out of them whenever trick-or-treaters would come and then she would fill them up with whatever basically we didn't want and then you know that would turn into next year candy <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's next year's candy. Yeah. And then you'd have like, you know, you'd have to watch because my dad was the culprit. He was always the one that was like, you know, kind of leering over your shoulder. Like, what do you have? Like, you know, kind of sniffing around. <laughs> like, I'm known <laughs> to have a weakness for sweets. <laughs> <laughs>
So yeah, so I mean, I would ask for fruit for for uh, you know, like Easter and things like that. I was one of those sort of weird kids in that way, but That's good though, too. Like I mean, I I, I wish I was more like that there too. I mean, I was a fat kid. So I was I was not a I was not a thin kid. <laughs> but, well, you might have had like you had like maybe like baby dough on you, but like I was fat. I, I wore husky jeans. Yeah. And 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 you know, yeah, like you couldn't even call yeah, you couldn't even call them husky jeans anymore. But yeah, I mean I was definitely a plump kid. Like I was definitely plump. And you know, and but that's the thing about that, like, oh it's like like, yeah, you want an orange kid. Mm-hmm. Like who yeah, you're not getting an orange kid, you're getting another candy. Like you're not gonna eat this orange. You're gonna throw it away. And then honestly, I'm like, yeah, I'm a fat kid, but I like fruit too. All right, Don. So what is your next topic? Um I would say the next next topic would be very inappropriate costumes for for kids. Inappropriate costumes. What do you mean? Now, like just um I guess I would say for like the times like you know what I mean like you'd have a kid maybe to like it would be like a, like a Jason and they'd maybe have a hockey mask or whatever and you know the whole 9 yards but then there are these kids would do it overboard you're like they're Jason, but they're like their whole entire body is like completely caked in fake blood. And it's kind of like, uh, like okay, like we get it, you're Jason, but it's like okay, it's like you're, it's like you're taking a little too far. It looks like his parent like just dumped like a whole entire gallon of fake blood on him. You'd see a girls, they would be kind of like you know, like dress up like either princesses or something like that, and they would definitely, and even know you would know that as a kid, too, or they would like. It's like you should probably have more of a costume on, like just right, very, very inappropriate. inappropriate. Yeah, like even as a kid, excessive you knew that like you felt uncomfortable. So inappropriate, you mean excessive gore on children's costumes? Some of them, like excessive, excessive yeah, excessive gore. Um, almost like girls, like little girls, like almost in scheduledly clad like princess costumes. Which I can imagine that's only gotten. Oh, I'm, oh I'm sure it is worse now. Yeah. <laughs> like a trick or treating pe- uh, uh, at a pedophile's house. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You could, and that, you know, and that's the thing. Yeah. And that's the thing about like then, like you would always like, you know, and I'm sure there were probably some, God knows. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's at least one going out somewhere. But like, you know, of course, parents then they were just like, you know, well, he's an odd, he's the odd person. Don't go trick or treating uh, to Joe's house, who was seen masturbating in front of his window. He hands out bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to know how he makes that bread? Dead bread's homemade too. We'll talk. We got to talk a little bit about costumes here because this was the big thing. I probably like as a young boy was into, but it wasn't until I probably got a little bit older, maybe like you know, seven or eight, nine years old, where I really started planning out. Yeah. Like, in advance, like, I mean, what what I was going to dress up as, you know, getting all the pieces together, and really, I guess what you called it, what you would have called it, uh, had it been, you know, nowadays, it's cosplay. Yeah, but yeah. I was, you know, I, and you probably know this, Dawn. I I was somebody who was always making costumes. Yes. I had a costume with the help of my mom that was the Predator. Yes. I had a costume that was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Leonardo. Yeah. 
and I would keep these in my these pieces of this costume in my room. I had a costume that was the Wraith from the movie The Wraith. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I forgot about that. And I had a ninja costume. I had a He Man costume. I had all these costumes. Like I, this was like my thing as a child. So when Halloween came around, I was like, I have this covered. I know exactly what I got to do. But the one thing and uh, the one costume that I always tried to perfect was Jason Voorhees. And I could never find the right jumpsuit. That was always uh, a hard piece to find. Yeah. And also, a lot of people would do Jason Voorhees, but they would just put the mask on and then you could see their hair. So this always bothered me that you could always see their hair. And it's like, he doesn't look like that in the movies, right? No, of course not. So like being like obsessive compulsive, like, uh, you know, 10 year old Brent, you know, I had to have some kind of bald cap or something. I think it was actually what I used was a a Freddy Krueger mask. And I wore that, and then I put the Jason mask, the hockey mask, over top. And then uh, the mask itself had to be just right, too. I, I, you know, I was one of those people who was like, all right, it has to look like how it does in movies. So I'd watch the movie. I would pause the movie on certain, uh, like, close-ups, and then I would, like, uh, try to replicate that with the mask. Yeah. Like, if, it's, if there's a cut in it, if it's, if it's burned, you know, make it look dirty, you know, make it look, you know, uh, blood-spattered. Like, I was trying to create an authentic-looking, like film quality like as a 10 year old <laughs> oh yeah i mean in your mind you know? i mean that's like i mean that's what it is in your mind and part of stan winston's crew here making like effects and like props and and stuff for your costumes and everything i mean with these with this costume it's like i thought i'm actually gonna fool somebody like i i, I somebody might actually think that i'm jason <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how this delusional yeah, this is i it. was like i might actually scare somebody <laughs> you know worse yet I might actually have someone come after me. And like, this is going to be the year where, like, I'm going to have the cops called on me. Uh, like, I'm, you know, my parents are going to get mad at me because my costume is just that good. It's like, hey, well, what do you, what do you look at him? I mean, he's Jason, for God's sakes. So the next topic I have, Don, is movies. Halloween movies. Yes. It would not be Halloween without movies. Sometimes I think the movies, that's the first indication that, hey, we're moving into Halloween. It's October, you know. You start seeing the movies coming on TV. They start advertising. It's a marathon of Friday the 13th. It's, uh, it's uh, Halloween, Michael Myers. This is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't know if you remember. I remember Fox 8 had like, uh, it was like uh, five days of fright or something like that. It was like five days of like, of course, heavily edited horror movies. But I remember the one that would always be awesome and you'd always get information about the horror movie. Do you remember Joe Bob Briggs? Are you talking about pop-up? Oh, that's not pop-up video. No, that's no, no, no. That was that was pop-up video was for VH1. That was like the music video right. thing. No, yeah. He was a guy, he kind of had a uh, southern accent. He was like oh, in a trailer park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him and he was also in that uh, In Search of Darkness documentary that came yeah, out. Yeah, yes. That's a good documentary. That would that that sort of went over all like the 80s horror movies yeah yeah i know you're talking yeah and i and i and that's what i liked about when he had his, his halloween movie marathon like they, each each day was like a certain it was for halloween but it was a certain genre of horror movies like the one like the one day was slashers like you know like it was actually hell like the last day of course was halloween all the halloween movies but like he'd have like slightly jason and then one would be like one of like possession and like you know, one would be like hell movies, supernatural ghosts. 
and then of course like the like the last day of the week was like whatever the last day of the week Halloween was of those five days or whatever day it fell on. Like, of course you would have the Halloween movies, but it was awesome because like he's actually really funny. And he had some really cool, like, jokes about stuff. But, like, he would also, like, throw all these tidbits. Like, that's why I learned a lot of stuff. Because he'd throw this down. Like, uh, like he'd say the one in, uh, like, Halloween 2. Whenever um, Ben Tramer gets hit um, by that van. And then it explodes. He has that, like, blonde-headed Michael Myers mask. But he was describing that. Like, how they did it and whatever. And he's like, now, people that don't know a whole lot about this. The burnt to a crisp scene was done by this guy. And he, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And each movie was so fun because you'd always have, like, during the break, he'd have maybe, like, a guest on there from the movie, and he would, like, you know, talk with them. That was one of the big ones I remember watching young long time ago for Halloween, like, movies was, uh, I can't remember what it was. I think it was Mo- Monster Something, but it was with Joe Bob Brig. Right. And obviously, you and I uh, were kind of, like, movie nerds for that type yeah. of thing for any amount of information we can gather from the making of the movie, the actors, the scenes, the special effects, all that kind of yeah. stuff is very cool to, to learn about. You know, what were you going to do is information fields. Of course, you didn't have anything generally online, so they would, you know, they really put production in those kind of shows to keep you there to watch them. And, and that's the nice thing about Joe Bob Briggs. They were edited. But when you, once you got a little bit later into the night, like they kind of were a little lenient on some things. And obviously you weren't going to see nudity or really like hardcore, like foul language, you know, eh, whenever they get towards like the 10 o'clock range and they'd be playing horror movies for around that time. You know, you'd hear maybe you'd hear some shits and some dams and hells and ass, but like that's about it. You wouldn't hear no F-bombs or anything worse than that. They were a little bit lenient on that, which I kind of liked. And some of the gore around that time, they were a little lenient, like they would maybe have the real gory scene, but they would keep it on there for like a second or two and then cut it. And it was, and it was a little bit more better. It's like, okay, you're not obviously going to watch their legit real thing. Like you do on a, on a VHS tape then, but hey, it's close enough and it's on TV. So Don, what is your next topic? Um, okay. I'd say probably the next topic uh, would be just general, I guess I would say hijinks. Now, like this is just what we did as kids having fun, raising hell. Um, you know, pranks, practical jokes. You know, what were some of the ones that we did that were just genuinely in good fun? And what were some of the ones that were pretty much, we were downright mean and assholes? Right. So we have to put a disclaimer on this, Don, that the uh, names have been changed. Yes. And these may or may not be events or circumstances that have or have not actually occurred in the past, uh, obviously. Uh, We're talking about our adolescence and how things kind of change you have that shift as you get a bit older simply trick-or-treating for candy is not exciting any longer and you know and this is where things come in and you know some of the timeless classics of halloween all right these these are these are age-old age-old traditions things like corny yes all right tp toilet papering okay we're talking about in our neck of the woods soaping windows you know egging yes these are all hijinks these are hijinks i mean ultimately uh you know it's not intended to really cause any real harm to anybody or or any property but it is it's really fun (laughs) oh i I mean it is i mean it's it's the and really when it comes down to it it's like okay it's almost it's the general thrill of just being out like it's not adulthood, but it's like this is a decision that you're making beyond being a kid that you know that could have consequences. It was just it was liberating 
because like you're free of it's like this night one night only you're free of consequences don't get caught but it was the type of year where good kids were good but it was a year for all the good kids to be bad you're right don we got into a little bit of this i think 13 i'd say that's that that, that's that on yeah about 13 yeah i see that's the age and where you know we have a little bit more independence from our parents we're able to you know stay out a little bit yeah. later maybe you know get away with a little bit more you get a little more slack as you get and, older right and it was and it, that was and it was just yeah because it was a thing of like it depend what friend like especially like if i was at your house or you're at my house you know they were like okay they knew of us so it was like if it was say for example parents didn't really know that well whatever it's like okay well you better get in there earlier but like when we go to each other's house even mine like your mom would be like oh well if they're gonna be out to whatever i don't care because it's like hey he's you know he's with dawn and a lot of the times it wasn't like we would do anything to anybody as in prank or whatever. Like it was usually someone we didn't like. That is true. I would say that we didn't necessarily, we didn't intentionally target no. people, but I think we, we felt less worse about it. If it was somebody who was kind yeah. of a shithead. Uh, yes. It was like, it was <laughs> like for us, it wasn't like, Oh, you know, you guys are just being assholes and just being jerks to people. It's like, no, it's kind of like, you know, these are the kind of people that if someone would, someone actually knew it was us, they would look the other way because it's like, ah, eh, they deserve it, right? So, well, I, and I, I don't think there, we we never had like there was nothing that like escalated to the level of like the cops are being called or no, you know, somebody's complaining. Even I don't even remember having any confrontations. You never, you never ever had. That's all we did a couple of times. You never had the chase. So I remember a couple of times at the place that we were at where this corning happened. Like, so we won't give it specifics, but the place, the one place we were at when we would corn, and this was a big thing with our area because, you know, rural and it was farmland. So take your pick. There was fields. Like, yeah. We'll just say where we lived, there was yeah. fields galore. So we'll just say that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I remember getting like getting the bags of corn, you know, I mean, you could, we would just drive down any dirt road or any country road. You just. You know, get out and you get the corn, you shuck it, you put it in the bag yep. and you have it. Yeah. I mean, as much as you want. I mean, endless amount. I remember I remember gathering this stuff up like in preparation. Yeah. It was fun. And let's just be clear, like like the corn itself is is doesn't it doesn't damage anything when you throw it. It's just it's just corn kernels like you would get in like um, a basically popcorn bag. Mm-hmm. It was loud. And, it, and we knew that like when we do that, it would it would it would scare the person. And that's what right. it was. It was scaring. It wasn't right. like the only, I mean, the, I will, I will say this one thing I will admit here. There's times like no corning sometimes could have been, you know, a little, there's a couple of things I'll mention. I will mention here that I I've done was like, okay, it was a little too far. Now, one person that I did know, unfortunately, when I corned to one time had their car just, I know if I found this out later, got repainted, like freshly repainted. And I know they were complaining about that someone corned them and then it ruined the paint job and knowing that I was me that did it. But the other worst one I felt bad with, and I said, I said, shame on me for doing this, but definitely don't think you're with me on this one. But it was, I, we corned an Amish buggy. <laughs> oh my God. Don, I feel like you're in confession. Yeah, I, well, right I mean, now, it, was, like but it was, it was funny because we're sitting and like, we weren't getting much traffic and stuff. And it was like, it was cold as hell at night. And we're just sitting there. We're trying to keep warm. And then we were like, coming up the road and we're like oh we're like do we have to we're like we have to if we we don't take this opportunity it would be bad and we're like we even said that too we're like just try to hit the wagon because we didn't, obviously did not want to hit the horse like we wanted to hit the window in the wagon or whatever and i remember we hit it we were like and it just kept going like 
It didn't even stop, and we're like, it didn't even nope. miss a beat. Yeah, and we're just. It probably gets. I'm sure all it the did. Time on the farm, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, we're you know we're laughing our asses off, you know, and the one I definitely regret is I remember the bag, and I don't I think I'm not sure if you're with me on this one or not. Like you didn't involve, you didn't do this, but you knew I was doing it. The the one sack that I had had still had a shitload of corn in it. And I said, man, I said, well, you need to get something good. And I remember I said, I'm going to try to uh, hold the bag up in my hand by the bottom. And whenever a car comes by, I'm just going to grab the bottom. You know what I mean? And throw it over my head. So I, I emptied the whole bag of corn out. And uh, there was a, there was a car coming. And I remember I had the bag up. And it was, and it was like, remember it was cruising. And I timed it just right. And I tipped the bag, I had the bag. And you know, you, you, you like, you don't have a pillowcase and you're trying to shake it. That's what I did. But it was over my head. And then all the corn came out of the bottom and over the top, and it went. <laughs> it was like exploding, and the car like I remember the car jacked its brakes, and I remember it backing up or whatever. And the guy was yelling like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, like, and whenever we like, I, 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 I said I don't remember you were there that night or not, but that was one of the best things ever. It was when you're were like so full of adrenaline when you would run. Like I remember running through like the like the the layers of the cornfield running. And it felt like I was going 70 miles an hour because I was just the adrenaline was like taking me, whatever. And I mean, that was the craziest thing that ever, ever happened. Like I ever had a situation. I never, no one ever chased, chased me down, but the guy jacked his brakes and, you know, swore at us and shit. And we took off. I don't remember you. I don't remember if you were there with us on that one or not. Cause I know we had some excursions with other people and we had something together. So, but I don't remember if that was, that was you or not. I may not have been, but I thought you were there. Uh, yeah. The fifth on that. Good idea. Uh, but yeah, corning, I mean, there was corning, there was corning of houses, there was, but I think, I think the real adrenaline rush was corning of the cars, which looking back on, I'm thinking, what if somebody got so just like disturbed or like stunned that they just like crashed their car and then died? I mean, was... and like, yeah, I mean, that, 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 it was one of them things. I mean, of course, if anyone would ever find out that's a the typical thing that parents would tell you, you could kill somebody. And you right. know, and it's like, well, and you look back and it's like, well, you could, but like, I mean, the chances are pretty, I mean, slim. Like, if, like, I'm just be honest, if you get hit in a car with corn and you wreck and flip your car, you probably shouldn't be buying the little of a car anyway. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> it's like, like a, it's like a 90 year old, like, the story is like, it's a 90 year old woman. She's out driving at like 12 o'clock yeah. at night. And you like, one like corn kernel like hits her windshield. <laughs> she spins <laughs> out, hits a tree. And, flies through the windshield i know and, and it's just, you know and it's just like it, and that's that i would be arguing with that i'd be like what the hell is this old lady doing out at midnight anyway if you're out if you're out i mean it's you know it's probably people who are and more, yes exactly <laughs> that was the problem because i know certain certain things that i'm sure that people were going back and forth from bars i guarantee it and some yeah. and, and I now and I'm now I'm not saying this was us. I'm just saying I there's definitely places that, that I've known of that things have happened that have like a mile stretch in between two bars. So I'm sure that the high, any kind of hijinks that happened there, I guarantee you was people drunk. Very yeah. very highly likely, especially in the area yeah. where we were. There's not really no. much to do. Um but I'd like to also like uh dip into some of these other yes. hijinks adolescent times so tping uh tping i don't think i really ever did but i knew that this was like a thing in a lot of times in movies they like have tping of people's house or car or their 
you know, yard trees and, and things of that nature. I never No, I didn't either. I don't think so. Uh, soaping, which some people may not be, be familiar with this, but basically soaping, you take a bar of soap and this is probably the most like innocuous, like hijinks because you're just writing on people's car windows, basically, or, you know, anything that will basically mark up with a white bar of soap and you can write anything you want. And obviously it's just, you know, it yeah. washes off with water there was that and well um, and also let's be honest yeah. like nine out of the ten times the things that were or that were used with the, the soap that were on the windows is either a curse word or a, or, or, or a penis one of the two <laughs> usually it's nothing different yes various <laughs> it's, about it. um, it's, it's like some guys giving some info like you know like a, like a tactical breakdown like all right you're gonna soap windows okay nothing fancy most time when you go out and you soap windows is either gonna be a, a a pecker or a curse word don't get more fancy just one or the <laughs> like, other there that's funny um but i want to say like there was one i like i didn't do it but i saw somebody whose windows got soaked on their car that was like a one bar per window like it like somebody like, caked it on so thick so thick like you would have to be out there with probably with a scrub brush and hot water to get it off it was just layer on layer you could imagine that would oh, be a yeah. real pain in the ass for somebody it, it, inconvenient yes and, and you know i mean it definitely wouldn't damage anything it just been a pain in the ass that's the yeah. spirit yeah that's the spirit of the Halloween yeah hedging, so. it's like i never ever wanted to damage someone's property or hurt anybody but i definitely wanted to ruin their ruin their day like i mean that's all <laughs> i ever wanted to do it's like you know what i mean because anyone can do that and ruin someone's day but it's like hey you know what it's like but there's less of a, a stigmata with it you know what i mean because you do that like in a normal like you know like who the hell would tp my house on like july 8th and like you know like this is bullshit like I gotta work, I gotta work yeah, and you... stuff, and then but on Halloween it's like, well, I guess I'm going to work with a little bit of TP on my car, and piss on it. It's Halloween. Yeah, it's an accepted cultural yeah. thing, I guess, in a way where at least people are a little more patient with it. Like, could you imagine if somebody just like would TP like in the middle of July? I'd be like, this is a little out of <laughs> yeah. <season." laughs> I'm really not even mad. I just think yeah, it's poor timing. <laughs> it's actually it's actually festive. Yeah, it's October. <laughs> It's like, okay. And it's like, well, and also you're like, okay, I might not be the only one either. It's like, this sucks. Like some guys like, like his wife, like, Pam, this sucks. Like, what's the big deal? Well, I got TP in July. Like everyone thinks I'm an asshole. Another thing is egging. Yes. Now there are two trains of thought on this because egging can, I've heard, but I don't know this for sure, but it can potentially be damaging to, for example, car yes. paint. If it's, le- if it's, if it's left on there and the sun gets to it. You know, if somebody doesn't clean it off, it it would. I know, um, honestly, it would affect. I mean, I did know this from just work experience. Now, it would it would mess up the clear coat. It would affect the clear coat of the car, fade it, and then peel it off. So you'd have to put clear coat over it again. And so, like, does it have to sit? On yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, this is, is like, like easily able to get egg, egg off. You could put a lot of stuff on a car that wouldn't affect the paint. Like people would use lacquer thinner. It ain't gonna do anything to the paint. It would get the egg off in the baking sun. Even when it's chilled out, the sun's baking on it. Then yeah, it then you would have you know your clear coat damage and all that. On the plus side, you would yeah. have breakfast. <laughs> but, like goddamn time I'm getting to eat around this house when Halloween comes and they egg my truck. <laughs> but that was a funny. That was a uh, something that I thought was funny. You brought up earlier about actually having a boot camp for teaching people how to. Yeah. properly hygiene and it would be like Halloween. caught by some 40 year old adolescent i just i just envision like what's his name from Full oh, Metal Jacket, <laughs> <Lee> incorporating <Army>. yeah 
Is that what you call a bag yeah. of corn? Those kernels need to be much larger. <laughs> what? What? How many eggs do what you have? What the fuck is that? A half, a half carton of eggs. <laughs> a half carton of eggs. When you do egg and you use a full carton. You must be using a half your ass if you're going to have a half carton of <laughs> eggs. But, but that's the thing. That's the funny thing about it is this is what we would want. But of course, if this was realistic, especially in our area, it would be some dumb asshole 40 year old adolescent like some guy that like still like goes and like does like hijinks with teenagers and it's like you're way too old to be doing this yet like hey hey guys it's like hey what do you say after i teach you how to hustle this corn and go buy you a pack of cigarettes like it's the guy that will sell you yeah a bag it's like, hey, it's like yeah and hey we're done we'll go smoke it no get out of here Come all on. right don i have a topic here it's kind of shifting into more of the supernatural realm so i just want to make sure before i go there do you have anything on your list um to talk about uh, one thing uh, real quick i think i didn't bring it up on my costumes because my costumes like i kind of had the same idea but it was different but like the way my costume was like i would have a costume but it would be categorized plus size it wouldn't like for me it wouldn't just be power ranger i would be fat power ranger like i was a power ranger but i had an enormous gut um like if i was batman it wasn't batman it was fat batman they act they actually wrote that on yeah the <laughs> costume outfit like yeah. even the bat symbol had a little bit of a, a little bit of like a, a muffin top and like and so that was kind of limited to my costume so that's why a lot of times later on if i was bigger i would try to you know be bigger people well you missed your calling for uh your dead ringer i know right face. instead of a, i i would have if i would have known that <laughs> yeah that i probably had all the actual stuff that could have gone at home my pat probably would have had everything for that fucking costume i'll get you i'll get you a goddamn human face i can get you a human face by 12 o'clock yep well done um we're gonna move on to the next topic that i have here is haunted yes. houses now a couple of types of haunted houses right obviously you know you talk about haunted houses around halloween everybody's familiar with the uh you know the fake ones the the ones that are produced that has actors in them and gags and you kind of walk through them and you know you try to get um get through it without yeah. pissing yourself but there's also, I think, in at least in our town, there were some rumored real haunted houses. Yeah, they were yeah, allegedly haunted, or you know, or somebody knew somebody that heard something that it was haunted. One of them deals. Now, Don, have you ever had any experiences with quote unquote real um, ghosts? I now I would say in some cases, I it, it may be possible. I mean, I just I, mean, I don't know if they necessarily were ghosts, but. There were definitely some things that happened that I can't like I can't logically explain it. Um, but um, well, how about you? Once since you since you started this, what about you? Had any of that, or what? If you did, what kind of experiences? I know one of them. I definitely know one of them, and I I I'm gonna guess it right now. You told me was this? <laughs> I know is this the one with the yeah. old tire station and where we lived? Yeah. This. Is yeah. The, you nailed it. This is the only true ghost story that I actually have, and. I can't explain it. I don't know how it occurred, but I just know I remember what I saw and what I and what I felt, I guess, just to tell the story. So the town where we uh, Don and I grew up, there was an old abandoned. I believe it was like a tire station or at one time it was a repair station for stage yeah it was something like something. that um it was a, it was an old abandoned uh shack basically or garage that was um all completely made out of wood and it just i think it just had like junk stored in it and wood and things like that and i i went down i walked uh it was right alongside of like our the major road 
uh, where we lived, and I had went down to visit a friend. I don't know if maybe it might have been. I think it might have been. You were you were were coming to visit, yeah. So on your way home, you walk you walk back and walk past this place, and as I'm walking past, and this place always kind of gave me the creeps. It just kind of has that eerie feel to it. And and if you're younger, and I I was probably like I wasn't old enough to drive. I don't know. I want to say like twelve, eleven, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that. Maybe 13. Maybe 13, yeah. I'm just trying to think of the age I would have been where my mom would actually allow me to walk down that highway. (laughs) But yeah, walking past this place, and I just get this weird feeling like, like I just like look over. I just like something drew me to like look over in this into this shack and it has little windows and i look back and i I peer through this window and i look back into there and it's kind of dark but it has some sun coming through some other windows and i can see there's like wood there's like wood um i don't know if it's plywood or wood uh just stacked up like uh kind of like at a 45 degree angle Mm. on one wall right they're like all this wood was stacked there underneath that stack was a man and I could still see his face. It had he had a beard. He had a hat on, like an old timey uh-huh. cap on. And he had like thick, um, like wool, like uh, clothing. Like the cap was kind of like thicker, like like brownish color. His back, his shoulders were against the wall. The wood was, you know, at his face, slanted up against him, as if like almost pressing him against the wall. And his head was turned to the right, all the way, looking at me. And his mouth was open and his face, I just remember that like the paleness, just completely gray. Like it is his whole his whole figure had a grayness to it. Like even his his hat and his coat, I could tell it was it was like a some type of a brown or a tan color, but it was uh it was grayed. Like everything was gray, like the color had been sucked out of it. It was like that, but um and his mouth was open and he was just gaping open, just eyes wide open just like glaring at me and uh, i just <laughs> my legs went to jelly and you talked about having that yeah. adrenaline rushed on when you're trying to run and that's what i felt and i just started booking it i just started booking it down the side of the road past people's houses and i think one of our other friends saw me and then like later he was like man what like i saw you running so fast down there like what happened <laughs> You just see this like thirteen-year-old kid just sprinting down the side. Like you don't want to know, or he'll come after you too. Like woohoo! Yeah. To this day, I mean, like I saw it, man. I saw. I know what I saw. Like, I mean, if it was if it was something I imagined, like, oh my god! I mean, I I don't even know. Like, it was yeah. so vivid. It was so it was so vivid. I don't even know how you could imagine something that vivid. Like, it wasn't like a trick of the shadow where, like, oh, it looked like somebody could be there or something. No, like, this looked like this looked like a person, man. Like, it was just straight up person. And to this day, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But that's yeah. what I saw. And and I went back home and I told my mom and dad. And I was so serious about it. I was so freaked out that we got all got into the car. My mom and my dad. And we drove back to this place. And we, we looked to see if there was actually yeah. a body in there. And we drove back and we looked and we looked and there was nothing there. And that was uh, that was the end of it. But I don't think I don't think that place even exists. I think it got torn yeah, down a while yeah. ago, like a long time ago. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't remember it. It's, I think it's been down a long, long, long time ago now. Yeah. But you know that 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 town had a lot of relics, though. You know, it had yeah. two hotels. 
you know, that have since obviously burned down. I mean, there was a lot of things as we were growing up there, there was a lot of like historic, like things that were just like preserved there. Like nobody could do anything with it. It was just like an abandoned building. And just through time, all that stuff is like disappeared now. Yeah. It's a, it's a massive thing with, with, with things like that. It's kind of like, you don't know, you kind of, you know, trick yourself to kind of think what that was like. I mean, I guess I'd say the best ones that could probably narrow it down. At one time, they said me and, uh, you know, I remember seeing like almost like smoke in some of like the cemeteries. Like it was like, and sometimes these pictures were like in the midst of summer. So you would, there would be no reason for any kind of smoke or um, condensation of any kind of air that would the picture would take at that moment. And I remember the ones we've, we've taken before. And at the time, I, of course, when we when we taken them there, I was a teenager and I was a smoker. Yeah, shame on me. And I was like, I never smoked like in these situation whatsoever. Like I would either be smoking not in the area or not at all. And we would take pictures like in the cemetery. It's like, oh, let's see what happens. And we take pictures in there, and then we would see these like in the flash. There's white like clouds of smoke or whatever they were and no you know we would be like well it wasn't cold that night you know it wasn't any reason for that smoke there was no fire anywhere but they were in the air and i thought it was so weird i'm like what you know what's causing that and i thought like is it supernatural it could be is it it could be just the area where you know it could be explanation and maybe it is something with with some fog in the air and, and, and the flash caught it light works really weird so that was one and then the other that we were in um one attic one time of uh so we knew his um, grandparents and there was a Ouija board we were doing the Ouija board deal and, and all that stuff. And then, um, and like I said, this house was kind of abandoned. There was some open windows and, and, and stuff. So there was airflow, but when we were in the attic, we were doing Ouija board, we were asking questions and stuff. And I remember this was at a summer night, probably around in like May. So it was still a little cooler at night, maybe like 60. And, uh, and I remember just sitting up in that attic and the temperature changing. Like it went like 60 and I felt like it went up to like 80 degrees because we were sitting up there and we were sweating and we're all talking to each other. And they're like, do you, anybody else get hotter? And they're like, yeah. And we're sitting there and we're sweating. And then after that, like we were doing it some more. And of course people were like, you know, you're moving it. No, you're moving it. And after a while up there, we felt the temperature just instantly drop like, like, like that. And we were actually seeing our breath up there a little bit. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, this, I'm like, this is wild. And they're like, yeah. And then we're seeing our breath because we had candles lit and everything. And we're like, we got to get out of here. Like, we're getting ready to get downstairs and stuff. And the door behind us, right, led to the upstairs attic. We got downstairs. It slammed shut as soon as we got down there. But, like I said, there we did feel wind. Because like I said, there was windows open up there. They had it up there. So there was drafts. Could there have a draft have done that? Absolutely. But nothing can explain those temperature changes because we all looked at each other and we all experienced it. And we all could see our breath and we all could see each other sweating when it got real hot. Like that was no joke. So that there I can't explain. Do I think that was paranormal? Yes, I do. The door may not have been, but that experience, that Ouija board, and then that feeling the temperature change. Yeah, I think I definitely think it was a paranormal occurrence. Yeah, it makes you wonder, right? Definitely a unique experience. But um with that let's just uh try to be safe yeah this yeah Halloween, yeah right look out for the hijinks look out for the uh ghosts either real or yes imaginary watch out watch out make sure you have a damn good bag for trick-or-treating for the love of god let your children use yes a, a pillow case listening to your story don i have 
thought that it might not be bad to have some kind of you know donation center set up for children like yourself where yeah. you just needed a pillowcase yeah yeah exactly it's like like you know uh, exactly like, uh, we call it like you know talks with twit parents donate a pillowcase today for some poor child whose parents won't give them anything yes. more than a walmart bag with a hole in it Yes, God treat. forbid you give someone a pillowcase, a cloth case that can be washed numerous times, um, you know, and withholding candy that's heavily wrapped. You're, you know, you live. I know we live in hard times, but uh, I, I do think someone could at least, you know, nowadays every household right. can spare at least one pillowcase. Right. But nowadays, if you're like me, anyway, you have about a half dozen Target bag, reusable Target bags yeah. in your car. But yes, needless to say. Um, yeah, man. Um, do you have anything else uh, that you need to talk about? I think, um, yeah, I think that this is good for, you know, just a general Halloween, you know, whatever. I think we, you know, we definitely got uh, everything about there generally covered. Yeah, I think we'll definitely need to revisit Halloween movies. Yes, yeah, like yeah. I think we'll have to, um, yeah, we might have to get to that or add it just to, like, certain, like, horror movies and then just include it with that. Yep. Absolutely. So more to come on what's in the bag, but this has been episode number one with Brent and Don, and hope to have another one soon. So, all right, guys, later, guys. Stay Take tuned. care.